Let us pray. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning. Abba Father, we give you the praise and the glory for indeed you deserve all of it. Thank you for your love. Thank you for the multitude of your tender mercies that are new this morning. Thank you for hope. Thank you for light. Thank you for understanding. And thank you for this life that you have given to us. Thank you for migrating us from sons of Adam to our reality in Christ. Thank you for pulling us away from darkness and establishing us in the kingdom of the Son that you love. Thank you, precious Father, for our gift of righteousness. Thank you for the gift of eternal life. This morning, we acknowledge every good thing that is in us because of what Jesus Christ accomplished on the cross. We give you all of the praise. We give you all of the glory. And we receive today as another gift a day to enjoy your goodness, to live in the land of the forgiving, to live in the heart that is pure, to live without condemnation and guilt and shame, but instead to shine in your glory and in your love. This is all that you have done. This morning we receive this word, and Lord, we pray that it will accomplish that for which you are sending us this word this morning. Where there is weakness, may strength arise. Where there is no hope, may light come forth this morning. Thank you, precious Father, for indeed you are making a way for us. We give you all of the praise and all of the glory. And everyone who prayed with me this morning will say aloud, Amen and Amen. We are still talking about this business of speaking with new tongues. And yesterday, I did mention that one of the things that you will start to experience that is an evidence of the working of the word inside of you is that your tongue is changing. This message must, as a matter of must, change our tongue. Don't forget out of the fullness of the heart, the mouth speaks. And so when there is a new spirit, there is no way we receive a new spirit and then a change is going on in our mind that our language would not change. And I say this because this has also been my own experience. I had to see the world the way everyone saw the world. I had to speak like everyone else. I had to interpret everything just like everyone else. Until I started to realize that in Christ I have a new heart, in Christ I have a new eyes. And how did that new eyes come about? Is because my heart began to change, my mind began to change about many things, praise God. And so that led into the changing of the tongue, amen. And this is the part of spiritual maturity that we're still going through. Don't forget, even though our spirit is new, our mind is still going reconstruction and being remolded with the truth. And so that's what spiritual growth is all about. Until we get to fullness of that place when every word that comes forth from our mouth comes from who we are and all that Christ has done. So this message must change our tongues and i did mention yesterday that like little children it's just now that you and i are learning to talk we are speaking now heavenly language heavenly tongue and i did mention also that this talk is not just what you are speaking out but more importantly what you are speaking to yourself and what thoughts consume your mind all of the time that is very 
important in concluding yesterday's message i did mention that people confess they repeat what they want to see they repeat what they are told to repeat but don't forget it is out of the fullness of the heart that the mouth should speak and so if there's a conflict from what you're confessing and what you're seeing inside that's a problem that is why we listen to the word so that our hearts are changing when we are saying those things we are not saying it to see whether it will happen or not there's certainty in our heart that we are calling forth things praise god there is an assurance there is an evidence in our heart because what we are speaking out are things that we have evidence of praise god amen and amen and let me move on this morning again by reminding you that we are just like children learning to speak again learning to talk again this time around we listen to our father who made us who brought us here to tell us who we are what we have what we can do and the reason that we are here of course you know it's only the manufacturer that has the purpose or the blueprint for every program or every product so we are now listening to our maker not what we were told not how we are conditioned not how our paradigms has been said no we now go back and listen to him to speak to us to guide my heart and to guide your way praise god so again why is it challenging for me and you that's the question i want to address this morning why is it challenging for for you and i what i'm describing this morning is one of the hardest things for human beings to do why because we've been programmed of, to function a particular way to reprogram our mind to change our paradigm to to change our underlying belief systems is tough it's very tough and it's very challenging why because in reality we are not children physically we are not children in this natural realm we are not children have you noticed that children in many cases will accept what you say to them but for you and i it's a little bit of a challenge why because we have records we have databases we have experience we have things that we have encountered we have things that has formed us from within and so we are not tabla rasa we are not completely empty there are things even when we say we need to get sense it's not that we don't have sense already it's just that we have a type of sense that man has given to us so for you and i it is called a warfare that's what it is called for you and i it's called a warfare i can be telling you how blessed you are in christ which is true you know that that is true beyond every reasonable that we came from god we came as blessed sons of god praise god and then there are circumstances that try to dictate otherwise and so you might believe what i'm saying this moment and then in the next moment you run into circumstances and this happens to everybody it happens to everybody nobody is exempted from this struggle that's why our warfare which i'm going to talk about now is about knocking down those imaginations those thoughts that tries to prevent the penetration of the word of god beloved don't forget that the word must penetrate and be seated and die and then it begins to bear fourth fruits praise god the fruit begins to manifest from your thoughts from your mind and the words that you speak praise god and so sometimes it's like i said practically 
is challenging. And I say this because I love to be a practical person. I look at things in their reality. Praise God. And that is how it ought to be. And so it's difficult in many ways. But don't forget, what seems difficult with man is not that difficult with God. Praise God. I'm saying this because that is how it is. If you have been disappointed before, if you have been lied upon, if you have been taken advantage of, if somebody has abused your kindness, if somebody has insulted you, if somebody had lied upon you, if you have lost something before, if you have been sick before, if you have been confused before, if if you've been depressed before, all these are evidences that you have physical natural evidences that you have that has conditioned you in a particular way that has bent you out of your original shape and so what the word of god is doing is to unbend and straighten us up if you remember the miracle of that woman in the synagogue the bible said the woman has been bent over for 18 years and what happened jesus laid hands and straightened her up and in many cases that has been our condition the only thing we have been able to see is our feet because the word has bent us over in many ways if you have had a a failed relationship that you so much believed in you know what it did to your heart and so now when you see any other relationship you are trying to look at it from your bent over self you're trying to look at it from your feet these things are tangible these things are real so that's why they mount a roadblock in our way but victory has already been assured praise god now this is why the apostle paul wrote second corinthians chapter 10 verse number 4 2nd corinthians chapter 10 verse number 4 to 5 he said for although we live in the natural realm that explains a lot of things we live in this natural realm and so there are things that are available or laws or rules that are subject to the natural realm don't forget you and i try to unchange things unchain ourselves from these limitations he said for although we live in the natural realm we don't wage a military campaign employing human weapons and what are those using manipulation to achieve our aims if you read the entirety of this passage of the scripture is pointing to many things here's where apostle paul was writing to them say hey i know that there are those of you who accuse me that when i come to you i'm i'm soft i'm timid and when i'm away from you i'm forceful in my letters to you he said look you are making a mistake and don't make me to confront you when i come because i'll be willing to do that even though i don't want to do it because you are thinking that we live in human standard he said in that letter you are thinking that we operate that we do our things according to human standard that means using manipulation when i come to you i appear to you like a lamb but when i go i'm forced stuff like that is living by human standards he said no we don't live by human standards and that's why he explained further to say to them hey although we live in the natural realm but we don't wage a military campaign employing human weapons using manipulation to achieve our aims instead watch what it says our spiritual weapons and we're going to look at that now our spiritual weapons are energized with divine power to effectively dismantle the defenses behind which people hide the defenses behind 
which people hide. Let me tell you why this is very strong. Many of the things that you are trying to unroute now are actually defenses that you have erected. Let me give you an example. If you have been hurt before, to trust people becomes a little difficult. So what you have to do in order to protect your heart, in order to stop you from being hurt before, you will erect a defense that says, don't trust anyone. Now, not trusting anyone works for you because what does it do? It protects your heart from being hurt again. But the real you really want to trust people. Secondly, it also closes doors for you because in this life, you're going to have to trust somebody. Praise God. You've got to have to trust somebody. And so you're hearing the word of God that talks to you about trusting somebody. But already there's a defense that you have mounted up to protect yourself because you've been hurt many times. If you have been broke, really broke before, sometimes giving out money becomes a problem. You want to withhold everything that comes for because of fear of being broke again. Listen to me carefully. And so now trying to be meagerly, trying to not, trying to hold on and not spend, trying not to give out what you have becomes your own defense mechanism in order to protect yourself. But notice, all these are because of fear. The fear of being hurt again. The fear of being cheated on again. The fear of losing out everything. So because of all those fears, and this includes everybody, we all have aspects of our life where this is active. So these are defenses that we have erected to defend ourselves, to stop us from being taken advantage of. If you have been lending money to people, you began your life by being a giver. You always wanted to give, but people began to take advantage of your giving. People begin to began to exploit it. And now you say to yourself, I'm not going to let myself be hurt again. You stop giving. That right there is a defense. And watch what Apostle Paul said. He said, these are the defenses behind which people hide. This is one aspect of it. But let me move on. Verse number five, he says, we can demolish every deceptive fantasy that opposes God and break through every arrogant attitude that is raised up in defiance of the true knowledge of God. What do we do with them? We capture like prisoners of war. What did he say? What are we capturing? Every thought, the Bible says, every thought and insist that it bows in obedience to the anointed one. Did you recall that what happens to us is that the more we grow in this journey, the less afraid we are about things. Yes, I'm not preaching to you that somebody will not hurt you tomorrow. I'm not preaching to you that somebody will not try to take advantage of you tomorrow. But you die to a point when some things no longer affects you. Now, watch what I'm saying very carefully. There are things in us. I want to piggy on that aspect this morning. There are many other aspects of this scripture. But I want to look at the one that is inside of us. And why all this changing of mind, speaking with new tongues becomes a little bit difficult. is because you and I have had experiences. We have seen things that has hardened us in a particular way. If so, you can come to church and hear the word. Even there are people who don't even receive the word right there. That then, ha, pastor don't know people. People can be bad. People can be mean. Don't forget, even all those who are bad and mean, they too, everybody is a victim of circumstance one way or the other. That is 
is just the truth. And what does this word of God do to us? When it comes into our heart, for example, we start to see the heart of the Father towards us first. We start to see how elastic, if I can use that word, the heart of the Father is towards you and I. Once you embrace the fullness of that for yourself, what happens is that you also start to realize that that same heart is also the same heart God has for other people, whether they are good or whether they are bad. You know, I have seen this. It is easier for people to believe that their own sins are forgiven, but many times they want to hold other people accountable. You can preach forgiveness of sin, but you want to hold other people down for their sins. And don't worry, this is not to blame everybody. We are all growing in this process but watch this until your own heart and this is where the word of god is powerful the gospel is powerful because it's the gospel that comes in to clean out your own heart first towards you and then secondly you start to see that it is same towards others if my sins have been forgiven then that means that brother's sin has also been forgiven have you seen why we keep saying you can give what you don't have it has to be inside of you so rather than spending my time trying to teach you to forgive other people i spend my time trying to teach you how forgiving that you are in christ because when that is full in your own heart watch this when the defenses that you have mounted is knocked. In fact, you don't even have to start to wrestle against the def these defenses. Those defenses will crumble when their foundations has been crumbled. A man who believes that God judges him will inadvertently judge other people. But a man who sees his heart as being completely forgiven out of that which is in the fullness of your heart. In fact, beloved, what happens honestly is that you start to see people in a different way don't forget what i said this morning sometimes it's difficult in many times it's difficult and don't beat up yourself including i myself i'm going through the same thing there are defenses that we have built there are mechanisms that we have put in place in order not to be hurt in order not to be taken advantage of that's a natural response for our survival Again, if you have been lending people money, they are not paying back. It becomes more difficult to do. You've, you've now erected a defense. If people have taken advantage of you in many ways, sometimes you erect a defense. But don't struggle with them. All you've got to do is continue to allow the word of God to penetrate. Just like the wall of Jericho. It's like you are circling around that city over and over. As you listen to the word of God, it's like you are circling around the city. Remember, that city was a blockage. That city was a defense. But as you are circling, listening to the word of God every morning, meditate. It's like you are circling around many circumstances, many defenses, many things that have stopped you from, from experiencing the fullness of the kingdom. And watch this. You are circling it with thanksgiving in your heart as you hear how much God loves you, as you receive how much God cares for you, as you receive the news about how forgiving you are with fullness of the thanksgiving as you circle around and round. Those words will go down by themselves. You don't have to push. For example, teaching you to go and forgive people without first having forgiveness in your own heart is like pointing to the wall of Jericho and asking you to go and use your physical hand to push it down. And this is why church people get frustrated. Trying to get wealthy, succeed and be successful when you have defenses in your heart that repels against that is like trying an impossibility. Why do I call encourage people? Why is it that many times, whether it's flowing or not, whether it's convenient or it's not, 
I try to trust the best of God that I continue to send you this message. It's like, don't forget, it's like you are circling the wall of Jericho in many areas of your life. And at the fullness of time, that power in the world will crumble those walls without you pushing. That is the power of the grace of Christ who have received. That is the wonder working of the power of the Holy Ghost. Remember what the Bible says, our weapons are spiritual. They are not carnal. We don't manipulate. No, we allow the spiritual weapon because what happens is that like a prisoner of war, it takes down those defenses that you have erected, that have erected and launches us out into another realm that is completely different. And that is when our earth becomes our heaven praise god let me stop here and i'll come back to you again tomorrow i'm still doing house cleaning don't forget that our heart be completely prepared and open to receive what more that our father has to say to us please enjoy your day remember keep the messenger and the message in your prayers that the word of God be not heed and that nothing prohibits or stops the word from flowing. Praise God. And that the word will continue to multiply in me, through me, in you, through you, as we continue to beam this word to this word because that's what the word needs. Please don't forget that you have been served. It is now your time to go ahead and serve as many as you can. Shalom.